0: Five, four, three, two, one. And we're live. You're tuning to Cosmic Children. I'm your host, Kevin. And today I have Anna in the <laughs> studio with me. <laughs> Hi. Um for those who might not have might not know you, and for those who might not have heard of you, what do you do?
1: I freelance act mm-hmm. for a living. Okay. With some side jobs mm. to earn the money.
0: So acting. Um I think it's always been pretty interesting to me because it is so I come from a so I come from a visual arts background, and acting is one of those um creative mediums that you would have to engage both the physical and the mental how how has that exploration of that this particular medium been for you
1: hmm, I think. In contrast to you, I am generally more expressive emotionally than visually. I mean, yeah. I do I do doodle sometimes and draw, and I was from visual come, mm. uh, but even when I was doing that and studying that, I knew that acting was what I wanted to do, and it was always kind of like a an alternative to okay. acting because acting. I mean, it's said to be like not stable. It's not a good choice yep. uh, as a career and all that, yep. all those things. But I think generally performing has always been my naturally drawn into type of expression. Mm. So when you see, um, when I see videos of me as a kid, I'm always singing and dancing and mm. like performing. Yep. And I remember, I remember it very vividly. But um, in terms of uh, acting as a career, I guess that's quite different. Oh, I think I, I lost track of your question. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So, um, would it be safe to say that you are more interested in the performing arts in general? Yes. Okay. So, so the the, the yes. broader spectrum of performing arts. Yes. So you said you were from uh, a visual comms background as well. So yeah. at, and you have always had an interest in acting. Hmm. At which point did you decide? I'm gonna give this a shot. Or have you always been trying like small gigs during the...
1: I started trying in uni. Okay. So I think for a long time, or as for as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to do acting. But it took me a while to realise that it wasn't just a childhood thing, like a childhood dream. Mm. Because I think when you're young, you see all the magazines yes. and movies and stuff and it all uh, looks very appealing. And I thought that was that was that. Yeah. It's just what everyone wants to be. And then when you grow up, you realise that's not feasible, or, no, I'm not actually interested in that. Yep. But it never went away.
0: Mm. Like, wanting
1: to act never went away. Um,
0: How would you describe the sensation? Was it always at the back of your mind that maybe I should give this a shot? Or was it something somewhat said?
1: I never really paid attention to it. I mean, my mom acts. Oh, okay. Uh, But not professionally. I mean, she's trained. So she did speech and drama till, like, the highest level you can go. Yeah. I think, yeah, I. I don't know um so since young she's always been kind of acting for us through stories through her own performances whatever so that might have been where i caught it from but when i watch shows yeah a part of me would want to embody that kind of character and also try it try to do it myself yeah uh whether it's a good performance or a bad performance uh and i also really love literature so mm. breaking down a script is really exciting for me because you kind of read when when it's good writing yep. you can kind of break down all the intentions and all the nuances mm. that that's trying to be communicated um yeah so it was in uni when that desire just never left i decided to take communications i think i wanted to do something more on the lit side but again yep. for practical reasons um i decided to go for comms yep. but so my kind of compromise to myself yeah, was yeah. that I would start taking acting classes on the side to okay, give it a shot okay. it was like a now or never kind of thing yeah. uh, so I did I kind of just never stopped since there and then I started with school shows first okay so you know when you're in primary school and then you have all these assembly shows about like yeah like yeah. don't take drugs and like don't be racist <laughs> and those kind you're of bringing back a
0: lot of memories <laughs> right now but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: so I remember these shows uh, and my favourite by far was always Act 3 I think Act I 3? I, yeah, yeah, Act Three. What is that? Uh, it's a it's a theater company. Okay. So, in my first, I think my lower primary years. Yeah. Our principal always brought in shows. Okay. I always looked forward to it. So this time it was it was me on stage and yeah. doing these things. So yeah. that was kind of surreal. But, uh, so I started with those first, and it was fun. Mm. And I just. Never. just continued.
0: So you so you kind of took up acting classes on the side in your early 20s, I assume, because it's uni? Yes.
1: Okay. Uni, yeah.
0: How? Because whenever someone says they want to pursue the arts in Singapore, mm-hmm. I would always encourage them, if they want to do further studies, I would always encourage them to go overseas, mm. because to my knowledge, Singapore doesn't have a very prestigious, let's say, an acting school. Mm-hmm. We don't have a Juilliard's, like, in, in yeah. New York, so yeah. what how effective were the acting classes you went for? And how good did they equip you? Or was it everything that you learned on the job and you learn on the fly?
1: This is such a... <laughs> There's so many answers to this. Okay, um, the answers to this question I'm still figuring out. Okay. But it took me... So when I first started, it was like I was completely new. So everything mm. I learned was like gospel.
0: What do you mean completely new?
1: Uh, I hadn't taken any acting classes before, so when I had started in uni, that mm. was my first time in an acting class, okay. or anything like an acting class. Okay. So I thought everything that was being taught to me was right, mm. but and and I kind of didn't realize that it is an art, so it's so subjective. Mm-mm. Uh, so in terms of how you would learn it, that's also subjective. You can disagree with teachers. I didn't know that until... I didn't realize that until my friend disagreed with the teacher. And I saw that happen and I was like, you can do that?
0: Do you have a particular example?
1: Uh, Because
0: when when you talk about acting classes, it's a really... It's a big question mark for me. I don't know what goes on in there. Is it just speech? Yeah.
1: There are so many types. Okay. So you know how method acting is a thing? What is method acting? Basically, methods of acting. So there are many Mm. different types of methods. Okay. And some work for some people and some don't. Okay. And you basically kinda need to in my opinion or what I'm trying to do is try different types and then see what works for you. Yep. So when I started I didn't know that this was something you could do to kinda tailor it to your okay. way of learning. Okay. Which is kinda like everything else really. Everyone learns differently. Yep. So it, it applies to acting as well. Um so I tried a few methods or a few ways or so you kinda get tips from different teachers. Mm. And I am still figuring out what works for me. And yeah, so a lesson would consist of: yeah, do you have the technicality te- te- technical things like uh, how to use your voice, how to speak mm. properly, how to enunciate, uh, and then how to do blocking? Like when you're on a stage, you have to face a certain way so that the audience can see you. Mm. Or if you want to do this, 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 like how do you not affect your castmates? Yep. Um, uh, or when you're working with the camera. What, what you should do because that's completely different. So there are a lot of technical technical things that you have to learn. So I would say training is necessary for these things. Uh, so you can do a better job when you actually do work. Mm. And then of course when you work by experience then you will learn other things altogether which will help you learn in classes as well. So it's, it's like most things I think like in learning uh, any kind of art. Mm. It's a mix of finding out what works for you both With training and on the job.
0: How does one practice acting? Because I I would imagine, unlike, let's say, drawing per se, unlike Mm. music, there is something to fixate upon. But acting, do people do it in front of a mirror? Because you would need someone to bounce the energy off, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So So, I've always been curious. mm,
1: I prefer acting with a scene partner. Mm. But I know some people like to practice with monologues.
0: So, just, just by themselves? Yeah. Okay.
1: So, either some, some people do it in front of a mirror, but I've, some, I've heard people say never do that because then you start being vain and seeing how you look instead of how you are.
0: I guess that's one of the side effects of being in front of the mirror too much, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so some people say it works. Yeah. But some say no, like, absolutely not. Um,
0: so, you found that working for Scene Partner works for you?
1: Yeah, okay. I think because I'm, I like to react to people. I like to bounce off what's yeah. happening. Yeah, so that's more fun for me compared to a monologue where mm. it's just it's just you trying a lot of different things. I like I like the connection. I like the change and taking what someone is giving you and then giving something back. Yep. But that's personal. Some people like monologues, okay. and usually most auditions call for monologues because then you can see an actor's skill through a monologue from how they change their pace or change their intention in one text oh how they hold your attention with one long page of text Mm. and it's just them there's nothing you can hide behind yep so it is a very good gauge on how good an actor is i feel
0: a monologue yeah so there are some merits to 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 practicing in in this particular fashion
1: yes uh and for practice you can i mean practicing like, repeatedly, like, doing the same scene repeatedly does help. Mm. Because every time you do it, uh, you can discover a bit more things. Maybe your voice changes a bit. Maybe this word suddenly, you realise there's a l- another layer of meaning to it. Interesting. Um, You can also over-practice, which isn't good, because then it might get a bit too technical. You might lose the, I guess, the, how do I say it? The flavour? sort of okay it's that like when you do it for the first time there's a bit of freshness and newness mm. and be- a bit of instinct yeah but if you practice it too much like if let's say a person does the same show every day for two years it becomes a bit mechanical okay and the point is to never do that like to never act as if you've done it a thousand times
0: oh yeah. okay okay okay
1: and that gets hard if you have done it a thousand times,
0: because that's the that's the the nature of the job, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so there are ways to practice. Yeah. Yeah, but you have just gotta find what works for you mm. and try not to overdo it.
0: So, in 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 the ways that is effective for you with a scene partner, how? I would imagine you need a script, or is it is everything ad libbed, or is it impromptu? Please, please walk walk me through the process because. It is fascinating to me how an individual would practice such a medium.
1: Okay, so if you do it two, that's basically improv. Okay. Yeah, which is fun. Mm. Uh, So for improv, maybe they give you a theme or a word or a set of circumstances. And then you say, the the, the rule for improv is everything someone throws at you, you respond with yes and. So you accept it, whatever it is. And then you add on to it. What so do you, you mean, never yes? say no. So for example, if I say, uh, okay, you've entered your house, then you find out you got robbed. I can't say, no, that didn't happen. I basically go, yes, I got robbed. Yeah. And I decided to do this. this oh,
0: okay, this. okay, okay.
1: Yeah. So that's always fun because it's pretty much pure instinct. Yeah. Uh, and it's and like a freestyle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's like a freestyle. And um, with practice, you do... Slowly develop the skill to think of more interesting things on the fly because okay. freezing is completely an option, <laughs> and that can happen very, especially Has if, the, if the, the thing you're being given is completely like crazy. Yeah, it can be a bit hard to okay, how do I, how do I make this make sense yep, because yep. you can't deny it? Yeah, you basically ruin the game if you do. Yeah, um, yeah, so gosh, uh, yeah, so that was I did a bit of improv. And that was really fun. Um, just not overthinking it. Or not thinking at all. Just whatever pops into your head, That's you play really
0: it. counterintuitive. Yeah. Not overthinking. Yeah. yeah, because when you think of not overthinking, you'll probably yes. overthink. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you kind of just do. And I guess it helps if you are physically doing it. Because then you have to commit completely. I can't say, okay, I've decided to run away and then I stand on the spot. You run, you run. And then... See okay. what happens, okay, see how the person responds, or if you change your mind, you change your you run and then you change your mind, you come back and say something else mm. so that was I guess partner work that I really enjoyed mm. uh in a different way. The other type would be when you do get a scene, like you get a script, uh but it's just words until you bring it to life so. If mm-hmm. I gave you the same script and I gave someone else the same script, they, as different people, would read it differently. Mm. Um, and to me, a good script is when the actor can play with it. So it's not... Okay. The script is not instructions.
0: Oh, okay, okay. get you know
1: what I mean? Yep. So the actor does get a chance to be an artist with it and play with it mm. and decide what choices they want to make with the words they've been given. Mm. Uh, so... I've had a class where they gave like very vague conversations and then they gave different groups different things and then we just had to build our own circumstances on it uh, and that was great and everyone got really different things. Um, so the
0: element of being still being an artist with how you react to whatever is given to you is still vital?
1: Yes uh, well it's not vital because when you do do commercial projects and like corporate things then it essentially is instructions. You can't (laughs) be an artist with it. Okay. So I think that's every actor's dream to be able to be an artist all the time. Mm. But I think if you are just starting out and not big enough yet for people to trust you to play with it, because I mean, every production, uh, artistic or not, requires a lot of money. Yep. So it would be a big painful risk to kind of just give anyone who's starting out Mm. a good script and then... They might not know how to do how how to how to handle how, it. Even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think well for me, it is that that's a dream to get to be an artist with a good script. Yeah.
0: How? What? What? For for you personally, what would determine you as accepting a job, or do you, do you even have the luxury of choice right now, or is it you would, since you're starting out, you you recognize that you're fresh in the industry, you would mm. want to take as much as possible then you discern maybe a couple of years down the road what's it like for you
1: um i don't have much of a choice okay cuz i'm not getting that many or yeah. enough to to say no to anything mm. um but i've tried to get advice on this because some people say if you do get if you do take any job you get despite maybe the rate being below market and people just trying to take advantage yep. You don't want to encourage this kind of practice in the industry. Yep. So, I think I've been a bit stricter about my rates because mm. they do say that it spoils it for everyone.
0: That's and what we hear across the board. Yeah. Really. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it,
1: I. Yeah. How? Did, it's... how
0: I, I'm. I'm always at at odds with something like that because um I think it means well intentionally, mm. but if you're starting out. And if that's the only option in front of you, and you really do want um, the the experience, because I think experience in in something like this is really, really important.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Chances are that you would still take it. Yeah, isn't it?
1: Uh, I think that's how I saw it when I was really at the start. Yeah. But then eventually, after taking those really crappy, really low-paying jobs, I realized not all experience has its value interesting so for example i was an extra in this show Mm. uh, and it was they were terrible i mean the the person who was the show was terrible no i didn't watch the show but the the way it was being handled okay uh the rates they they were like untruthful about the rates oh dear and the hours and honestly when you take on a role like that i mean the money was crap Mm. But in terms of oh you get exposure and you get experience, it no one looks at you. Okay. <laughs> when you're an extra. Yeah. So I don't think it was worth it. Like mm. I I could have used my time more valuably than taking on this project where the the pay was bad, the there were no connections to be made. Yep. There was nothing to be seen. Yeah. So I've learned to kind of gauge its value. Um, in accepting jobs, but then again, yeah. But I do see value in taking on as many auditions as possible. Auditions, yeah.
0: Okay. What goes on in an audition? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: okay, so it depends. Um, auditions for maybe like a an artistic play or something that's more narrative. Okay. Either you read a scene that they send you, uh, or they. Wait for you to come and then they give you the script there, which is and then you, you do a cold read, which is basically you, you just received the script. There's no prep involved.
0: Like an hour ago? Or, or less? Day. Like
1: fifteen minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in those cases they usually let you read off the, okay. the paper. Okay. Um or they ask you to prepare something, like a monologue. Uh for self tapes, which is basically you're filming it at home now. Uh, which is very popular now. Mm. Um uh it's usually you recording yourself doing either a scene or a scenario, with words or without. Um, yeah, or if it's for a corporate thing, maybe they ask you to read something or present something. It really depends on what they want. And then they get you to try out what they want and see mm. whether you're you're good for it.
0: Would the name of the game be to go, as, go for as many auditions as possible because you're casting a wider net? for a, a wide variety of jobs. I think so. Okay.
1: Um Yeah. I haven't really seen anything bad about that. Mm. I mean it does help because after a while you keep going to the same yeah. same uh production houses, yep. uh seeing the same people and they do remember you. Interesting. And then they would contact you if they have a job that yep. they feel would suit you. Yep. So that's that's good. And also it is practice. I feel like I mean there there are a lot of things they read about in auditions, because people tend to hate auditions because it's it's scary and it's You face a usually, lot of rejection, right? Yeah, a ton. Yeah. Um so I read some books about acting and being in the industry. Yeah. Uh and one of them said, I think every for every fifty no's you get one yes. 50 or no's 50. To one. Yes. Fifty. Yeah. Okay. And, like, the success rate is, like, 90, 90% rejection. Mm. Um, So, knowing that that's an industry thing and not a you thing yep. really helps. Because the rejection does get to you eventually yeah and sometime yeah. especially if every audition you're doing everything right so what has been really hard is when i ask for feedback like okay you know i didn't get the job so yeah. do you have any feedback and they're like no you're really great they just wanted someone who looked different
2: mm. or like, oh,
1: the client just chose someone else but be, like, every like everyone really liked you like yeah. so i was like there's nothing for me to work on i feel yeah. like i'm doing things right but yeah. it doesn't get me the job yep. which is very different from other jobs I mean if you do it right you get promoted. Yes. You get recognized. Yeah. But for acting it's like if you, you can do it right and still not get the job. Yep.
0: It is subjective, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So um and everyone says the same thing about auditions, like go as much as you can. It's a privilege. If if you're it's doing yeah, if you're doing uh what you love in a space that someone else has rented, it's a privilege for you. It's a chance for you to perform. Okay. With an audience. Okay. So I'm like, Yeah, that's that's true. Um, yeah.
0: It sounds like you need to be mentally strong to, to, to even enter this industry because of the amount of rejection you face.
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't, I don't mean to sound like like I am super mentally strong. No. It comes with a lot of breakdowns and tears mm-hmm. and all that. But, uh... What, what keeps you going? Because I love it. Okay. I love acting. Yeah. Um, I remember I was doing this corporate video, and it wasn't even anything major. I think when when I was on like a proper set, it was like I was flying. Um, and then I was on in an office for some for some corporate thing. I think I don't think they could even see my face. Mm. Uh, but everything was happening like the sound, the the movements, I was being briefed, and the camera, and I was so happy. Interesting. Like I just remember being so happy. Mm. And it was like nothing, it was, it was nothing, you couldn't <laughs> even see my face. Yeah. But that wasn't the point, it was like I was, I was being someone else and I was doing something and I was in this new place, yeah. discovering new things. Um, and I was just really happy. Interesting. I just really love it. Yeah, unfortunately I don't get to do it much. Mm-mm. <laughs> but when I do, it's, it's bliss.
0: Interesting. Um, how would you describe the, the landscape in Singapore then? I guess, the the, the performing arts or the acting landscape because that is something that I have no conception of. Is there a lot of production houses? Is there a a lot of of actors and actresses wanting, like, only one role? Is there, yeah. How would you describe it?
1: Um, Okay, I'm not super experienced, so in no way is this 100% accurate Mm. fiction. It's just what I see or what I feel. Yep. Yes, there are a lot of production houses. I think mm. I'm not so sure on the theater front, but I do see like small theater groups popping up, which is very nice and 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 really good. Um, it does seem like there's a lot of a lot of people competing for the same jobs, so yes, I would think there are a lot of actors and actresses yep uh, out there. Um, I feel, in my opinion, that this industry uh, out of media corp because i think for a long time it was just media corp yes but now with the internet and web yes. and all these different platforms i feel like we are still like the system is still in its infancy okay and by and i realized that after i read a couple of books about the acting industry in la mm. because
2: there
1: were really, like, tried and tested, fixed, rigid systems in place. This is what you do, this is when you get an agent and a manager, and these are all oh. the, the things that, that they have the the Screen Actors Guild they have to get get to. But in Singapore, there isn't much.
0: So in LA, there's, like, a template you follow? Yeah, sort of. Even to today?
1: Sort of. Okay. Uh, I think today it's changing a bit with uh, web series. Mm. Yeah, so in some of the books I read, it was kind of like, a mini chapter where they said, "Okay, but it's changing." There's this extra thing we just don't know much about it yet. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of it was like, "Okay, this, this is this is how it is." Yeah. Um. This is the forms that you get. This is what you apply for. And this is when you can do this, and da 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 da. Yep. But over here, it's very um, and there are people trying to implement some systems into it, like trying to start like a a society or like um, which is great. I need to read up more on that. But, what do you think are um, some of the
0: benefits or something like that because it sounds very interesting
1: mm, I guess we have represented we, we are re- represented in a way okay because now it's so because there isn't a firm system everything's very informal mm. most of my casting calls that I answer are from Facebook so it's from ah. Facebook groups <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like casting calls, Singapore casting calls, Singapore Asia model. Don't know what. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's there is one website that is a bit more structured. Uh, that's that's quite old. Um, but most of them post on Facebook, and then you just answer Facebook casting calls.
0: Sounds really suspicious.
1: Yeah. So it is. I mean, I guess there are pros and cons. The pros is that anyone who decides they want to start doing this can try.
0: Okay. So the bar for entry is really, really, really low, then.
1: Yeah, really. Anyone, anyone, like you could apply for one. Like
0: tomorrow, today, today. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like all you need is just a headshot, which I could just like I could take a photo of you now, and you could just apply.
0: I would consider that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And a lot of production houses post on Facebook because it's free, Mm. and these are where all the people are. Yep. So good because anyone can join. Bad because it is so informal that people can lowball you. They cannot tell you the rates until it's too last minute. They can be very unprofessional with the the conditions and, and the information. And if you don't accept them, they can always go to someone else.
0: Because they're in a position that if you're not taking it, there's yeah. 10 more others that are yeah. w- willing to jump on yeah. the opportunity.
1: Yeah, and they might do it for free. Because <sighs> okay. they don't know. Like, there isn't... And, and, and people always like to ask about rates and stuff, but yep. no one really knows how to calculate that because when in my experience should i have a pay raise for myself mm. and would people recognize that pay raise mm. like would they accept it or would then i not get any jobs so everything's so
0: have you arrived at a magical equation to calculate your rates no okay Absolutely. now not. i'll check back in two years then yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: so there are people with regular jobs and they can up their rates. And I feel like these people are usually the ones that are very popular on social media. Mm. Because social media, like, a very pretty Instagram account, they have numbers there. Yep. So, you can sort of guarant- guarantee a certain amount of reach. Yeah. Whereas, uh, just an actor-actor without any social media yep. numbers, yep. the rate is just... Interesting. Yeah, so up to anyone.
0: From my experience, the... The following that a particular actor or actress has these days matter and factors into do you think it factors into the higher the higher ability of of said actor or actress
1: I think so okay I mean there have been auditions where they ask for your Instagram handle interesting, or like that's an added requirement in the audition forms mm um I would be
0: a bit puzzled if I were to see that like why why does it matter
1: so I I don't know. So the client can see they will earn them more money. I guess. Mm, mm. I mean the same same kind of influencer tactic. I guess like you you don't need someone who can act really well. You need someone who can sell. Yeah. And influencers do that. Sell. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What are your thoughts on influencers? Because to <laughs> me, it seems like they're playing a persona. Mm. They are selling and it seems like it could be beneficial to 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 gain a, a reputation which you could use for other creative endeavors if you have the hit for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to know because we, we touched on technology, we touched on Instagram and emerging technologies like Netflix, YouTube, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of there's a there's a very big push in recent years on uh independent content and indie content. Like people mm-hmm. with a video cam a couple of their friends, they would just film and start making short films and they would just uh, go along the way like that.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: So so what are your thoughts on, I won't say emerging technology because it's been a while, but I guess uh, the, the technological landscape and the tools that's available, do you feel overwhelmed? Because there's, there's so many platforms and there's so many... uh Because th- there's no fixed landscape. There's no fixed uh, playing field per se. Because there used mm-hmm. to really only be television. Yeah. Maybe radio, but now yeah. there is YouTube. Now there is Instagram. Now there is Vimeo. Now there mm. is Netflix. Mm-hmm. Toggle. I mean, every company is striving for perhaps a web series. If if yeah. if it matters, yeah.
1: I think that's good. Okay. Uh, because, well, there are m- more opportunities overall. Yeah. Uh, people who want to create their own, um. Videos or movies, they can now. It's fairly, I would say, easy in terms of getting the equipment. Oh, because the equipment you, is so easy. To yeah, like them. you can use it with your phones now, yeah. which is unheard of before. Yeah. Yeah. Like before, it was close to impossible because who could afford a ten thousand exactly. dollar camera? Yeah. So it's it's great that we have the opportunity to create if we want to. Mm. Um, in some cases, I think it may require you to then wear many hats. It's harder to uh just focus on, let's say, just being an actor. Because if you did if you could write, if you could direct, yep. then then you can make use of these opportunities. But as an actor actor, you still need someone to write your stuff for you. You mm. still need someone to film all your things. And it's it's nice that people are willing to work with each other. I think like Passionate youths um, who, who like to create a lot of things, and now they can. Yeah. yeah. And then now they now they have a lot more platforms to showcase all their works. Uh, I think it's, I think it's great. Mm. Um, it also. I hope so. Yeah. Will, gain the attention of, the big fish, like, bigger companies. Yeah. Like I guess like Netflix working with independent um. Production houses or writers. Yeah. Um, and then they get the reach that the big corporations can can um, reach.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Are you interested in the peripheries of acting? So, like scriptwriting, producing, directing, because it seems to be, at least from, from from what I noticed, like uh, let's say a a a, a really good actor, mm. he might want to produce the the movie he's acting in as well. Yeah. Or a, a very good actor might want to direct the movie as well. So. Yeah. Uh, are those of interest to you?
1: Um, I have thought about it. Mm. Ma- mainly because it just makes it easier if I want to do something myself. Mm. Uh, like using whatever equipment and all these opportunities. Yeah. But I really like working with others when it comes to to film mm. and, and camera works. Um, I think part of the joy in the job is when I'm on set. And I'm surrounded by all these people who are passionate in all these little things. And everyone's doing their best to work towards this one vision. Yes. Or to to communicate this one story. Um and I guess that goes for most creative projects. Yeah. Projects. Yeah. Um But I like seeing it. Like I like seeing people do it. It's all very physical work. And I okay. I enjoy that. Like I enjoy seeing uh the director directing (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know how to how to explain it it's not i well i guess because a lot of what now is done digitally this is one of the things where it you have to be there yep the sound guy has to be there yep Yep. um and when i'm in the middle of it i'm literally in the middle of it and everyone's just surrounded yeah uh and it's 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 a different feeling yeah i i love that Mm -hmm. um and I like that that collaborative aspect of it. Yep. Like I like taking someone's words and bringing it to life. Mm. I don't need it to be all of my own expression. Mm. I don't think I act to tell my own story. I like doing the opposite. I like telling what someone else has created. Interesting. Um and learning from there. Yeah. And I, I guess by default I would learn something about myself from from being yep. someone else. Yep. Um so I like Taking what other people are giving. So I wouldn't say it's my goal to be everything, to be the director, to be the producer. Yep. Um Yeah. Maybe I would one day. I mean I see a lot of shows where eventually the actors become the directors. Yep. Yep. Um, and they do
0: maybe a really good job at it yeah. as well. Yeah.
1: yeah, so it might it might be something I would like to explore at ten Years down the road. Okay. Um, It's definitely not something I would definitely not do because I dislike it. Mm. It's more that right now, I like the...
0: The acting part of it. Yeah,
1: I like the acting part of it and I like working with someone else. Yep. Yeah.
0: So I'm very curious about... uh, Whenever I think about acting, the word chemistry comes up. So the chemistry mm-hmm. with who you're working with. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine, due to the nature of, of certain jobs, you... Are always changing partners yeah you're always changing the the people you work with even from the directors to the producers to people who do your wardrobe and stuff like that how do you <laughs> navigate something like that because to to me it would take someone with a certain personality and and yeah because you're always working with, with someone different there is not a lot of constant mm-hmm. from 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 my perspective
1: yeah that's true um, and is it
0: important? So let's say if you're if if you're working with uh, a a scene partner, you just met the person. You'll do a little bit of script reading. Then you have let's say if you have to shoot something because there, there isn't a lot of time to prep. How how do you navigate that particular scenario?
1: Be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> really? And I my that. I mean, learn your learn your lines. Yeah. Uh, everything that you can do on your side to be a good professional partner, yep. do it. So that that's not on your mind when you are trying to focus on how to suddenly connect with this person on camera.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, so do everything you can on your part and then talk to them, try to get to know them in like the few minutes. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons why one of the things I want to do is to be part of a like a series is exactly that because chemistry is better when it's built. Of course. Yeah, so that is a privilege because you have to be in like a a a series regular. Yep. Um, But when you can't you do your job well you be professional even if you don't click at all you use your technical skill to make it seem like you do. Okay. And I guess if the chemistry is good, then it's easy. If it's not, it's super difficult. But you do it anyway because that's your job. It's a job.
0: Do you think good chemistry between two individuals is visible? Or you can feel it? Because I wouldn't know how to describe it. How how would you describe good chemistry between, let's say, two, two actors or actresses? So, yeah, two partners.
1: I don't know. It's such a It's such a strange thing to describe but i feel that when people see it they recognize it okay yeah like there's there's a bit of an ease or like i guess spark where (laughs) it's easy Okay, okay and the camera catches everything like everything yeah everything okay uh compared to theater so one of the things i like about film is that the camera catches everything so you don't have to act big you don't have to overact because sometimes in theater you have to reach the last person in the row, so you have to make your movements a bit bigger. You have to speak a bit louder than you usually would. Okay. So I prefer camera because you don't have to do that uh, because the camera catches everything. Yeah. Um, so what? What do you say was? Oh, chemistry. Whether you can see chemistry? And do you think you can see chemistry? I mean, when you watch a film, yeah. Do you sometimes feel that these two people just walk a bit? better together they, they seem to evoke a bit more emotion
0: there will yeah. usually be a musical cue <laughs> yeah something would okay, play do you mean yeah. romantic
1: chemistry only not
0: even but i think the idea has always been intriguing because you listen to um maybe two actors in an interview and mm-hmm. they would say oh we enjoy working with each other we have a lot of chemistry chemistry is mm-hmm. so the word keeps coming up so I'm just wondering from your perspective, is there a way to actually define it? Or is it just when you're in the moment, when you're acting with this individual, even though you um, do not know much about the individual, but a script requires you to play a certain role, it's just easy?
1: I guess it's like, it's when you meet a stranger. And then some some people, you feel like you have the same wavelength.
0: Oh, okay. Something like that. Okay.
1: Um... Yeah, so it's just easier to talk to,
0: and it's captured on camera.
1: Yeah, and it's captured on camera. Um, yeah, yeah, and it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be romantic. I mean, some yep. some like friend chemistry moments are, mm. are great, and you kind of see that ease when yep. they they. Hmm. Okay, I guess maybe I'm just thinking thinking about this. Uh, when I was talking to you about how you react yep. to the other person, I guess if you're on the same wavelength. A little bit of me can, uh, of me or the character or the actor, can kind of anticipate what you're doing because we think the same way. Oh, okay. And then because of that, I can react better. Mm. Yeah, or something more suitable to you. Something you can play with as well. Yep. And then that could evo- uh, that could result in something more interesting. Yep. As compared to if we don't connect at all, then you pretty much just follow the script. That
0: sounds really painful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be tough. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think the word is cringy, but I think it, it sounds really painful because it's like you're, you're you're trying to force a genuine interaction. Yes. That you have to be, it has to be captured on camera. It has yes. to look good. And you're just trying to force it, but it could not be there for a variety of reasons.
1: Yeah. But it is also possible to make it look authentic or and- authentic. And yeah that's think, where the technicality Yeah, that's, comes where, yeah,
0: in. So that's where the, the, the te- yeah so this is just a curiosity of mine um let's say when you're you 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 have to memorize the script uh-huh. and you have to understand the script and when you're bouncing off with a scene partner mm-hmm. how much of your own personality do you have to hold back because your own person your own personality is oftentimes instinctual to to how you would react to a certain thing it's because in, in acting, I assume you're you're playing Character X, which yep. is it, it 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 could be different from your own personality. Yeah. So how do you hold back yourself and you have to be in character X?
1: That's the fun part, I feel, to get to be someone else. Okay. It's tough, maybe. I can I can imagine some, it being for some people I think it could yeah. be. Uh, okay, are you talking about a cold read? Like, you just give me a script, or do I have time to prepare? Time to prepare. Okay, so usually the first thing I would do is break everything down, break the words down. Um, I read into the words of it, try to figure out what the intentions are, make my choices, like, okay, this word is quite strong, how do I want to play it? Do I want to play it loud, or do I want to play it soft? All the all the technical things, that's okay. what I like to do. Okay. Um, Yeah. And then, you read it out. Maybe first as yourself. And then kind of slowly, with the information that you now get, kind of build a profile. Like, this person is doing this. What what does it say about that person? And she chose to say this instead of this Mm. to this person. What does it say about this person and the relationship with the person they're talking to? So you kind of just build a human in your head. Okay.
0: Scary, but okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then you really just put yourself in that person's shoes. Yep. Using whatever method works for you, yeah. Uh, and then you just become someone else. So in terms of how much of me is in there, mm. depends on the character. Okay. Um, I one of the method, methods talk about how uh, at, well they recommend or teach yep. to put to find the similarities. I think between there's, there's, yourself a, there's a famous and... yeah okay. there's a famous Meryl Street quote where she says something like that. You you take you look at the character and you find yourself in that character. You pick out all the similarities. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think that could work. Mm. I am still in the process of finding what works for me, so I can't tell you exactly what is done or what should be done. But for me, it's a little bit instinctive. To become someone else. I don't know how to...
0: What do you mean by that?
1: I don't know how to explain it. Like, maybe it's from a very active imagination. Okay. But when I have that profile, it's very fun and maybe not so hard to be that person. Okay. Yeah. Do you think of
0: a backstory for the individual or do you just...
1: Adopt uh, the
0: personality of it based on the frame of the script.
1: I guess backstory to a certain degree. I mean, I wouldn't think like <laughs> since they were born. <laughs> but what's important, yes. Um, but I think what helps me become another person is just the intention. Like, What am I trying to say with these words? Uh, or not like I have to say these words but what is my actual intention if I am saying these things because I want to deceive you or if I'm saying these things because I want to oh, convince you okay, okay. the intention helps mm. and then from there I build I mean they always talk about how you make it a bit human it's like you add maybe things unique to that person like maybe a tick or a mannerism or a mm. way of speaking uh, you add in, add in those details to create a full person I oh, would you know what to add So that's where you can play. If you can play. Okay. Yeah, unless it's something that's essential to the plot and you have to put it in uh, like an accent because that says something too. How,
0: from your experience, how strict are directors with whatever they give you?
1: It really depends on the director and it depends on the project. So if it's like a commercial, then very strict.
0: Very strict. Yeah. You okay. basically
1: need to sell this thing and that's all they care about.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. You kind of just become a bit more... You just ob- uh, follow instructions. Would you, w- Obedient. Would, would you even call that as acting? Yes. I mean, you do still take on a character and you have to still be believable in that character. Like if I have to be a housewife, I have to be a housewife. Yeah. Um... So yes, you still act. So it's still fun. Um, yeah, but if it's like a short film uh, and if the director allows it and they let you present your take on it, mm. then lucky you.
0: Interesting. Yeah. How would the process... So so just, just run me through, let's say if it's for a short film. Mm-hmm. You pass the audition, because in my head, you pass the audition, it's a big question mark. What 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 happens yeah. next? Yeah.
1: Uh. Okay. So if there's a callback. Yeah. Which is basically like the second round. Let's do a second round. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So sometimes it's the second round. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So you get shortlisted and then they call you back, maybe to read with scene partners, because they are picking different people for different roles. They want to see whether they have chemistry. Yeah. Um. I think yeah. Chemistry both as people and as the characters because if you think about it you're still going to be working with these people mm. they don't want people clashing all the time because it is tiring mm. um even if they do good work unless unless the work they do is so amazing that that's fine <laughs> they then, then that. they are then cool yeah um yeah so uh yeah if you have a if you pass and it's like done yeah. then great um usually they give you a script this is if you have a script uh, and then you prepare. Maybe you have a rehearsal. Uh, you go for fittings. Uh, where they test you out for whatever. Yeah. Um, it really depends. Like, what, what, what kind of project are you thinking of?
0: I was thinking of a short film okay, or a web series. Yeah. Short
1: film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually, usually there's a meet up with the rest of the cast members. Oh. Get to know each other. Do a table read mm. where everyone reads the script as their characters. Okay. So that's always fun. Uh, and then as you, their characters uh, yeah okay when you do a table read okay. well you can kind of do a like one without but usually it's like as their characters and then you see you kind of get a feel of of everyone and how, how everything's gonna work and then maybe the director gives you a brief maybe he shares his vision for it maybe he tells you you can be free to do anything you want mm. um, yeah maybe you break into different groups to talk about the relationship between your characters, yep. uh, it really yeah, it really depends. Would it you is, say what
0: the direct, Would you agree that what the director uh, sets forth would kind of color how you guys interpret the the script or the material? I like guess his vision, yeah.
1: That's his choice. If he has something very specific in mind mm. and communicates that at the start, then yes, we can kind of. Um, angle our preparations to fit that vision. But if he is more free about it and says, these are the characters I've kind of given you a skeleton of, it's up to you to flesh it out or maybe I chose you because I feel like you can bring it to life the way I imagine it. Yeah. Um, and I trust that that's what you will do. Yeah. Then go do it. So it really depends on the person.
0: It sounds like Director B is a lot better than Director A. <laughs> just just um, from my opinion. <clears throat> yeah.
1: It, also, it depends. It depends so many times. Which which do you prefer? Uh, I mean, B is always more fun, of course. Because mm. then you get to play more and try different things and not be bound by budget or clients or rules. Um, but I understand why A would have to be A if, for example, there's a specific purpose for the film. Like maybe it's a social awareness film. You can't mm. have too much fun with it, you have to stick to what they're trying to say. Yep. Um or like a commercial film where they hi so they got hired or paid to do something that focuses a lot on this. You can't yep. it's not about you. Yep. So you do the best you can but still recognize what the what the purpose is. Yep. Who's paying for it and, and respecting that. Um yeah and how much personal or investment uh, emotions and efforts that have gone into it. Like th- there's just so many things to consider. Mm. But yeah, definitely don't go into it thinking it's about you. And and just, um, it's it's like oh, I I want to act, so I'm just gonna take it and do whatever I want with it. Yeah.
0: So it's important, even even as an artist, to keep a level head.
1: Yeah. About things. Yeah, for sure. You still want to be a good person to work with. Mm. Yeah. It's it's not just about your ability. Yeah. Yeah, you, people need to want to work with you because they're not you know, not going to get any jobs anyway. <laughs> I would
0: imagine it's a pretty small industry. Like if you are, for example, terrible on set, and yeah. laid late and everything, I would imagine that would gets around, even though you are yeah, spectacular. I would
1: so. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. I I can imagine I would want to pick someone terrible to work with, mm. even if they are amazing. Mm. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Um, We spoke briefly on how let's say, a production of any sort, it's a lot of tiny moving parts. Being an actor is just one cog in this machine. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on bad movies or bad productions or bad shows? Because it's its very difficult to just say, oh, this is a bad show. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we could narrow it down, maybe it's bad script, yeah. bad actresses or bad actors or bad writing or bad production. But I would have to imagine that everyone is trying to do their best. Yeah. So why... In in some cases, the product is not as widely received. Mm-hmm. I think the, the the first thought I had in my mind is the Singapore Social one, mm-hmm. the the one on Netflix. Because I I would imagine that everyone in that I, w- I would imagine that everyone in that show wants to put off their best,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it's it's not as well received. Yeah. Yeah. Which could be to to no one's fault maybe maybe yeah, yeah. what are your thoughts on that uh,
1: okay in terms of Singapore social I am not a reality show type of person
0: oh that's a reality show they put documentary on.
1: oh is it <laughs> <laughs> okay it didn't feel like a documentary
0: when to me. I googled it but yeah. okay
1: uh, but okay these kind of I, I guess okay I, I, I do like documentaries but okay these kind of seemingly reality <laughs> show types like Terrace okay. House uh, it's not my thing
0: Okay. You don't consume them or?
1: I, I don't consume them, yeah. Okay. It's just not my thing. I feel like I'm being a busybody, like, picking the people's lives and it just feel very uncomfortable doing that. Um, what do you think is the pure of reality shows? It,
0: it is, yeah, it has gotten. Um,
1: yeah, it's kind of exploded, yeah.
0: It has, yeah.
1: Mm, I guess seeing other people live is an escape. Okay. And also maybe terribly gives other people a chance to judge others.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: on a more personal level, makes you feel a bit powerful, satisfies that
0: ego. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, and being entertained by by that. I don't,
0: mm. I don't yeah, maybe that's why I don't like it. I heard really good things about the Terrace House thing, though. Uh,
1: yeah, I honestly don't know anyone else that doesn't enjoy watching. And it's not that I hate it. I just don't like peeking into other people see other people's seemingly private lives. Mm. Uh, when I heard about it, people were saying that it's it's fun because it's not so outrageous. It's not like
0: it's not like Jersey Shore or yeah. something like that. Okay. Yeah, so
1: it, the premise is sort of the same. Yeah. But people are nice to each other. And people are generally quite civilised. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a bit more... Um, a bit a bit less drama. Maybe more real. Maybe they're, they're like... Okay. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, but I. to me, it still felt a bit odd. Okay. Because there, there's a panel. Have you oh, watched I, it before? I,
0: I might have seen Snippets. Yeah, yeah, yeah so they,
1: they have it. a panel... Uh, so they, they, they show everyone living their life uh, in their big house and then they have the panel that kind of judges things as they happen. Mm. Which I just find very odd. Be- especially because it feels very real life. Okay. Because it's not so obviously dramatized.
0: Yeah. So there's a opportunity... No, there is actually a chance that it could be entirely manufactured.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much is. I mean, whatever the press releases say, still don't know whether that's true. Um yeah but that's not my thing uh okay, in terms of bad productions, yeah uh I do have a lot of movies that I don't like, and me and my sister like to discuss it a lot uh and yeah, it's usually bad writing. this is the intention, and it was not justified mm. uh cheap tricks, cheap tricks, yeah, like a lot a lot of sex that's not warranted.
0: Oh okay. It's not uh, relevant to the plot. Yeah,
1: yeah, not relevant, but they they, they do these things. Mm. Um uh, yeah, that kind of to me cheapens the whole thing. Uh not yeah, not that not that it's specific to sex, but those when it's used lamely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um uh yeah, so usually we can pinpoint what bees we personally find bad. Oh, it's not to our taste. Yeah, but it's also important to recognize that it is someone else's effort, and it's not pinpointing these things and critiquing these these things. It's not like we would search their names and then mm. flame that person. Yeah, because I think as an actor, I had to learn that I am not my job, and that's that's something that's hard. And and when you do flame a person that if you flame a writer for bad writing, yeah. it can escalate to, this is a bad person, because he has done bad work. Mm. And then and then people attack, and you yep. do that crazy internet yep. things. Yep. So, the same way I would like to receive feedback on my performance,
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it just needs to not be personal, and not be so vindictive, and not so, mm. like, critique it. Don't destroy a person.
0: Yep.
1: Don't know if I explained that.
0: I would <laughs> say that, as much as people would like to critique, I think they lack the vocabulary too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and pe- and I guess because films are such a such an emotional thing, people mm. get emotional about it. Mm. Like I don't know if this person didn't end up with this person, even though it's been led to believe that they would. Yeah they get so personally invested that they feel like they have a right mm. to kind of destroy it when it didn't yeah. serve their needs. Yeah. Um, and on one hand, it's nice that people get personally invested. Yeah, I mean, that's what, when it's done well and, and used well, yeah. that's what evokes change yep. and a change in perspectives and more accepting of different people and different kinds of lifestyles. That's good. Um, but I think as the audience, they have to recognize that it's still that bad things will be mean because people are taking risks people are starting out at some point yeah they it's not just going to be perfect all the time mm. that being said it is also frustrating when you see someone who has maybe the experience or has the knowledge to create something good and then it seems like a crappy effort because then I think about the resources that went into it. What do you mean? Like, the money. It's so expensive. Or, like, people who have contributed to... I I don't know whether this is an accurate example, but my... I just heard about the Sonic movie. I think the people, Mm. the animators were fired or something like that? Yes. I think, according to
0: some... So... Uh the Sonic movie. So I think <laughs> Sorry they, the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, so they they released the initial trailer. The character design was terrible. Yeah, I remember that. They they pushed back the movie and got the animators to to Redo redesign everything, it. Yeah. It was really well cleaned. Yeah. But I think the little known fact was that the animation house that stuck with them throughout this yeah. entire process was fire. Yeah. For reasons. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I think when I think about... Okay, so the new Sonic was good. That's yeah. what I heard. I haven't watched it yet. But if, let's say, that movie was bad and turned out bad, then it's like kind of a slap in the face to all the people who who, exactly. who kind of put in yeah. so much effort and, and invested so much money and all, all that kind of things yeah. in it. Which is, I guess, what I feel sometimes about shows that got bad. Bad, in my opinion. Mm. Maybe the writing kind of just went haywire, yeah. or the characters lost their way, or... It just went on and on and on and on and on. And
0: it, is, it is a delicate balance after all, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: But at the same time, yeah, we, I I should yeah. never forget like what you said. That it's still someone's effort. And it shouldn't... Yeah, I don't think it warrants any flaming. I mean, unless someone is intentionally doing these things and intentionally hurting others, then that's a different story. But if a group of people have tried their best and what came out wasn't good... Don't beat them down for it. Mm. Because they tried their best. Yeah. And this will help them be better. Yeah. So be helpful. Yeah. Don't tear them down.
0: (laughs) You mentioned something about you are not your job. Uh Uh-huh. Did you... How did you arrive at that particular statement? Because it... It is a statement that goes beyond uh, acting per se, I think. Mm. It applies to...
1: Any job, I guess.
0: Any job. Any individual. Because... I would imagine, like these days, it's. I think the word or the 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 pace at which you, at 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 which you need to succeed or you need to be, excel at a particular thing is getting shorter and shorter. That you you would have to. There there, there are certain milestones that you have to check mm-hmm. by a certain age. Oh yeah. And you have to get. You have to be of a certain profession by a certain age. You have to, you have to succeed. You have to get these certain things by a certain age. But I think that, that that particular statement kind of runs in contrast with what the pace of society is these days. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to know, um, how did you arrive at that?
1: I totally agree with you on on the expectation that you ex- expect to meet. Uh like the by a certain age. Whatever, whatever. Um so it took a long time to get to I am not my job. Especially when I mean I can say I'm an actor, but what am I when I'm not acting Mm. what what am i when i'm not employed uh if like and it kind of just left me with nothing for a long time and and it's it's very easy to see people get famous really fast and think like why if that's not me if that's not happening to me what am i doing wrong Mm. am i meant to do this is it the wrong path yep so I started reading, and in LA, I think the average number of years it takes for you to make it is like eight years. Yo. Yeah, eight to ten. <laughs> and I was okay. Like, and it it and it was it was people that I think are great, mm. uh, like Ross from Friends, David Schwimmer. Okay. Who I love. Mm. He was a waiter for seven years before Friends. Wow. <sighs> yeah, and it's like. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: In LA, which you would assume that there is a wider pool of jobs. There's more quote-unquote opportunities. Yeah, there's more,
1: unquote, yeah, there's like more chances of a big break. Yes. I mean, even, even though the, the competition is crazy. Yes. Um, and also thinking about how, like any job, it does take time mm. to grow. I think what's hard about this particular one is that the ladder isn't so clear. I would agree. Yeah, so like if I want to be a manager of a company, maybe it'll take me like five years. Mm. But the steps are obvious. Yep. You, you can see when you're making progress. Yep. But when you're an actress, it's like you could be packed with jobs for two months yep. and then nothing for six months. Does that mean that the two months still counts as anything or have you gone backwards? Yep. Um, I think to kind of stay sane after, I don't know, thinking about it a lot, Yeah, reading about it a lot. Um, there there were a lot of things that I thought about that led to I am not my job. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not. I mean, I'm still a person that exists when I'm not working. Yeah. Um, and something I like about acting is that the more I go through as a person, the more experience as a person, the more I can give in my job.
0: Interesting. So you draw from your experiences.
1: Yeah which includes failure and mm. being stagnant and filling that space. Yep. Um, yeah, and then figuring out how to put that into my work. Because if I want to be a fuller person, I have to take time to be that person. Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and since now I know it takes eight to ten years, Yeah. Uh, that that did lift a bit of a, like lift some weight and some pressure off knowing that yeah, it's not me, it's the industry. Mm. And I don't mean it in a, an accusing way, like it's not my fault. I definitely still have to work really hard. I have to do the best that I can. Yeah. Um but it takes time. It's just a job that takes takes time mm. and a lot of blind faith. There's no oh God, guarantee. The yeah. Oh. There is no guarantee. Like I could be doing it for twenty years and maybe I really don't get anything. Yeah. But I think ultimately the process I still enjoy more than any other job I could think of.
0: Interesting,
1: yeah, if I can still i mean, I do try to fill my time, I mean, I have to earn money yes. with other jobs that i I do enjoy, yeah, um, but by pursuing this, I still get to act once in a while, mm. that's better than not not at all, yeah,
0: interesting mm-hmm. um, so what have you filled your time with
1: uh plants, <laughs> okay, yeah, I've been into plants lately. Okay. I work at a plant store now, yeah, uh yeah, so that That was not recent, maybe two years ago, I started to enjoy plants. Maybe because I like to see their progress.
0: Yeah, because I was just thinking when you said plants, I I would imagine it's the gardening aspect of it, isn't it? Yeah,
1: no, because I can't. And we don't have many gardens in Singapore. Okay, okay. (laughs) Like actual gardens.
0: Whatever small patch of grass garden you have. (laughs) Because to me, plants is... It's like a test of one's patience.
1: It is. Yeah. Which is exactly what I need. I'm a very impatient person. And in this industry, you have to be patient. Mm. You have to just believe that the opportunity will come when when it it does. Uh, And I also like that with plants. I think I got into it when I was living overseas a bit. And that was the only kind of decor piece that was cheap. Because they sold it in Daiso. Uh, Real plants. Yeah, real plants. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And it was really exciting to see it bloom and progress. Well, not from bloom. They weren't flowering, but grow. <laughs> grow, like, okay. Yeah, like grow. Yeah. So, I mean, in a, in a career choice that you very rarely see tangible effects of growth, mm. it's nice to see your plants grow. Interesting. And uh, something I realized when I lived overseas for a bit uh, and I experienced seasons for the first time, mm. I didn't think it was going to Affect me as much as, as it did. Because it was just like, oh, okay. Everything turns orange. It's pretty. But it was really nice walking the same route every day to train station. And seeing and feeling the environment grow with me. It made me feel like I was growing as well.
0: Like there's progress?
1: Yeah. um, It made me feel a bit more one with whatever. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so I guess when I came back, I just kind of brought that Back. and it's nice to see it to, to see plants progress and grow
0: how, how long did you spend overseas and which country
1: six months uh japan okay best time of my life <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> was it for any particular reason or you just wanted to get off the country for a bit uh
1: i've always wanted to stay overseas for a bit yeah uh i love japan i've yeah. always wanted to stay in japan for a bit yeah. and i want to learn japanese okay so i went
0: best time of your life
1: Yes. Interesting.
0: <laughs> I have never understood the appeal of Japan. Mm-hmm. So, if you were to distill your experience to, um, yeah one, let's say, one particular sentence or one particular statement, what's the appeal of Japan? One. Or two. Well, 500, but yeah.
1: It suits me personally. Okay. Yeah, so I wouldn't even say that you will love it. Mm. Because everything I love about it is very... Specific to my character, I feel,
0: what do you go there for
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh okay, I went there specifically to learn Japanese, okay, uh, I know that was pretty much all I was expecting from it yep um but a lot about the environment and the way of living there was so suited for me that it was, it made it very easy to live. And by that, I mean things like, it's very quiet. Well, I lived in a quiet residential area.
0: Like, audio-wise? Like, everything.
1: Like, visually quiet as well. Um, Okay. uh, Was it
0: by the countryside, or was it?
1: it, No, it was was still in the city. It was still in Tokyo. But the residential area was a very, well, it wasn't far, but it was a, a break from that. Yeah. Um so you have the busy city where everything's noisy. Yep. Um but when every time I went home, the journey home was very meditative. Interesting. Like the train rides back were always very quiet. Yep. The colours are generally quite muted. Like things Ooh. are things are quite naturally colored, like grey and mm. browns and uh the Yeah, a lot of greenery, mm. a lot of people keeping things very neat and tidy. Uh, mm. And that kind of helped. Like, it helped the mental clutter. Like, I had never been so... Like, I remember walking one day, I think to school or something. Yeah. And I was texting my friend and I said, I feel so happy. And I didn't know... I don't know how or why, mm. but I've never... I don't remember feeling this way since I was a child, maybe. Wow. Okay. And it felt like a lot of instincts that... I only remember when it happened that I used to do and used to feel and used to think when I was a child came out there. Huh. Yeah. Things like, I was being observant and being very curious. Hmm. I feel like a lot of things in Singapore stress me out. I think, and this is something I only realized when I came back and everything was loud uh, in every way. uh, In interaction, I mean, because we're so small, when, when you go out and do things, it's usually with people. Yeah. Go do activities because... Yeah that's pretty much all is yes. there to do. Yes. Uh, but when I was there, it was just me and I think uh, I only knew like a couple of people. So everything was kind of clear. And that made me the most confident I've ever been. I joined um, I joined film hobby groups. In Japan? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so I, I don't I don't know why I did. <laughs> but I think I just thought I wanted to continue acting there. Yeah. So I searched and then there's this website called Meetup. Okay. I don't know whether they have it here. Do they?
0: I can check later.
1: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and it's just people who are interested in anything. Music, crafts, Mm. cooking. Yeah. And they had a few for films. Yeah. So I joined. And I just met them on my own uh, on a Sunday. Yeah. And then we made a short film.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Was language a thing?
1: No, I think... It was all in English because I think the person who started it was Australian. I think. Okay. Yeah, and I also did a. I also got a voiceover job for, for from Meetup. Okay. Uh for a Kickstarter campaign. Interesting. And I was thinking, I don't, I don't do those things here, and I don't know why. But it felt like having the environment, having not to stress over being a certain way maybe due to an environment influence released a lot of pressure confidence? yeah pressure confidence i don't i don't know it it's like um,
0: do you get to be a different person
1: yeah i was really patient and lighthearted and very worry free whereas when i'm here it's the complete opposite i'm very jumpy and angry and interesting uh and it when i came back it was like a shock like I was sad to leave, but mm. I was in such a good headspace there that it felt like i had I had made it I had grown up i yeah. I have achieved a balance, and now I can take on anything, and when I go back it it'll, it'll be great.
2: Mm.
1: but when I came back, it was like the worst year of my life okay okay <laughs> it was like a it was like a shock to have everything kind of noisy again and everything come at me again, and now it was sad because I knew that it didn't have to be like this
0: oh oh,
2: yeah dear. Okay. like
1: i didn't have to be so angry yeah. i am not like this i'm not this person mm. but i have to stay because of commitment yes um and it took a long time and constant effort to accept that and to be okay with it yeah um yeah as well as yeah so things that i love there like i was I never, I didn't really listen to music much. I was kind of just always looking at things and I would see things that I loved, like people cleaning things. Like, they were cleaning all the time and it was great. I loved that. <laughs> because they did things with so much um, pride. Like, cleaning shutters in in train stations or toilets or anything. Pride is
0: a very interesting word to use. Yeah, they, yeah.
1: they seem to always have pride in what they do. Mm. And I love that. So, when I came back, And I see people like littering or like things on the floor Mm. or or, I don't know, or or just people complaining all the time. Mm. That just got to my head. And I, so every, everything, not everything, but most things here that that you can't be living in Singapore. And I'm not saying that Singapore's bad. I think it's just not for me Mm. because I have to continually kind of suppress a lot of instincts that I have. So over there, I like to see things. Yeah, Over here, I kind of don't. I have to stop myself from doing it because sometimes see things that make me angry uh, a lot of the time. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of just, oh, like it's very, very loud. So I'll wear like my earbuds as earplugs. (laughs) Yeah. Or I try not to go out more than I feel that I can handle, but then it's always. I don't know, I feel bad saying no sometimes. So that's something I need to learn from yeah. or not having my own space or yeah. like everything. So when I was there, it was like I didn't need to fight all these things. Mm. So it helped me be this person that I've never been. Yeah. So I think that's why, that's why it was the best six months. I just didn't need to fight anything. So try trying to
0: reconcile be. the you that was there and the you that is now?
1: Yeah, like I'm trying. I, it, has sort of released some or been some comfort to know that it's not all me i mean i do make efforts to function here
2: mm. uh,
1: and a part of me is always a little bit sad that i will never reach that kind of happiness mm. but also that it's not not really my fault it's not singapore's fault either it's yeah. just it's like if someone who wants to live in a in a city is being thrown into the country something like that Mm. But then, or like vice versa. Yep. You just some people just thrive in different places. Yep. 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 Yeah. In the same in in the same way. So um.
0: There's been a lot of debate recently that, I guess, human beings are not meant to live in the city. Really. Online debates because I think of it could be for a wide variety of reasons like infrastructure. I think the the commute lets you to work. Uh just a lot of really weird, intangible subconscious reasons that builds up a certain level of pressure. So everybody mm. seems like they're kinda on edge. Right. All the time. Yeah So it is it is that's, subconscious, yeah.
1: Yeah. That that's what I feel here and not what I felt there. Mm. Yeah.
0: Is space a thing over there? Is, it, is there a lot of space?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh in many ways, like on on roads, it's or like distance between things yep. or I mean physically there is space but also uh, space between maybe one ad from another like it's not so much not so many things trying to communicate to you yeah so like the journey from my house to mm. the train station to the city that space I think was really beneficial and I didn't realize that would be a thing Yeah. and I tried to do that here <laughs> but the heat. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> just okay. Totally
0: did not work. Okay, watch. okay, okay.
1: Yeah. So it was it was a lot of things. Um, but I do know of people who can't not be in the city. Who who can't? Yeah, cannot be. Yeah. Like Dion, Yeah. Dion is super city person. He
0: keeps saying that.
1: But, do you think if you threw him in like the country, he would actually like it?
0: I think he would be bored, out of his yeah. mind for the first two months,
1: and then get used to it. Yes. I want to try that. You should do that. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to try that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. maybe. Maybe. Doesn't even have... Yeah. I think I have said before. Like, one day let's go live in a mountain for two months. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> How to come back?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you will way. <laughs> uh, That's why you have him there.
1: Yeah, okay. I guess in that case, like, Japan was my mountain. And mm. then now, now I'm back in the city. And it, it's... Yeah, it's it's difficult. But I'm I am getting used to it.
0: Do you think the fact that you are a visitor kind of helped the fact
1: maybe Because, because
0: you see things so differently
1: yeah, 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 maybe uh, I only went for six months, so if I had stayed on, I would have started working, so uh. over there, my work was still freelance, so mm. it was still more or less uh free mm. um free uh free is in with my time, okay, uh. Yeah, maybe if I had work, that would change. I mean, I hear a lot of horror stories about how the work working culture there is is, is bad, and I, I do believe it. Mm. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. I I guess yes to a certain degree, but even if I did work there and it wasn't so great, I still have everything else. I still have the environment. Mm. I still have the quiet. So it kind of. Balance. I still have the time. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Um, uh, because I mean. Compared to, yeah, the only thing here that I really, really love, other than loved ones, would yeah. be, yeah, acting, I get to act more.
2: Mm. Mm. And your plants.
1: Yeah, my plants. <laughs> I have plants there. The plants were actually better there. I brought them here and they all died. Oh, dear. <laughs> but succulents are not good in Singapore. I mean, I found I found a few that have survived, but all the ones that I brought back, except for one, have died. It made me really sad.
0: Are you trying to tell me that the succulents that died by my hands are not my fault? It's just because of the environment? No, succulents
1: are hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, in Singapore, I mean, so many places online say that they're easy because in other countries they are. They're desert plants or something like that, right? Yeah, but I don't know why other countries they're great. It might be it might be that the air is drier there mm. and over here it's a bit too humid. Yeah. Maybe. But succulents in Singapore are hard. Okay. Yeah, don't don't start with succulents. It's good
0: good to know that yeah. I'm not a plant killer then.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not your fault. Okay. Uh
0: Are there other countries that you might be considering to pursue this acting thing. Let's say if if if, if Singapore is 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 what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when I think of acting, the only place I can think of is either New York or yeah. LA, each with its own sets of problems. But yeah, has has it been on your mind to perhaps try what you did in Japan? Let's say, mm-hmm. To to go over there with just just to see how it is.
1: I'm not. Adverse to America, mm. um, I personally don't love America. Uh, for the same reasons, like it's it's louder and a noisy place. Mm. Um, but yeah, there are better opportunities, and it's nice to see more productions that are not like the typical Hollywood productions. I guess because of uh channels like Netflix, yeah, trying new things. Yeah, so that would yeah definitely something I would love to do. Um, but I also like I'm starting to appreciate Asian films. Okay. Yeah, I love Japanese films. That was one of the reasons why I started liking Japan. Um, I feel like Asian films catch and express emotions on a deeper level than I've seen in most Hollywood productions. Okay. This is just what I feel. Yeah. Um, I think when I first started watching Japanese films the guys were crying a lot. Mm. And that was like Oh, wow. I've not really seen this much cry and this much deep emotion being expressed in Western films. Yeah. I guess because of the stereotype. Yep. And that, that, that they want to feed that stereotype or whatever. Yeah. But I liked that. Um, and you know how a lot of people say, like in Hollywood films, it's very, uh, you can predict, everything's very predictable. Yep. Yeah. They kind of follow a very standard uh, structure, a tree structure, yeah. whatever structure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I find that not to be the case for some or most Asian films that I've seen. And I like that a lot, too. Um, I especially like films like... Um, you know, can we watch Close Knit? I love Close Knit. I can't stop talking about Close Knit. What is, is Close Knit? Uh, I watch it at the projector. Okay. Uh, it's about this transgender uh, and this child. Mm. Uh, and it it doesn't try to push anything it's not even a story you kind of just follow their life go along for right yeah and and see what they go through but just that alone was so powerful just seeing their ordinary lives and then ordinary ordinary people going through their own specific problems so the transgender had um uh, her own problems uh and then the child had her own problems yep. with like abandonment and parents and, yep. and all, all that things um but there wasn't like a climax. There wasn't like an introduction. Oh, okay, it okay. kind of just went with it.
0: So it dropped you into their lives, and they yeah. took you along for a ride. Right. Yeah. And how How did the movie end? Uh. Did it even end? It did. Okay. So, spoiler.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I I don't want to say uh, things. Yeah, things happened. Okay. Uh, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't a happy ending. It wasn't okay. an ending that everyone would want or expect. Mm. But it didn't make me feel hopeless. You know, there's some films I feel that I watch and now I'm like, I just feel like shit now. Okay. This is going to be, I, should I say this? Parasite was one of them. I loved it. Okay. It's great writing. Okay. Great acting. My one, the one problem I had uh, about it was that everyone became so crappy. Yeah. Except the wife. I think the wife was quite innocent towards the whole thing she was just very ignorant but she never actually meant any ill the rich wife. yeah yeah she didn't really mean any ill feelings towards anyone she was just
0: trying to do her best yeah yeah
1: with what she knew uh but for everyone else i think like the the poor family like they were all being assholes for that were reasons apart from them being poor yeah that I didn't really care what happened to them. So yeah. I kind of just... And then after the whole movie, I just felt like crap. Mm. It was like, okay, all humans are shit in the end.
0: Which could be argued that that's the intention of the director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's
1: not a bad choice or whatever. It Yeah, it made me feel like crap, but that's not bad. Mm. But what I liked about Close Knit was that it was a sad ending. It was a realistic sad ending. I think when they were kind of playing around with the idea of this could work out, it was like, okay, but there was a part of there there will be a part of you that's like, okay, that's that's very lucky. Or that's very easy. And so when it didn't, it was like, Okay, that's that's real. But I felt like I understood them better. I became a better person for it. Interesting. Yeah. So it's I think,
0: transformative.
1: Yeah, I think Dion said because like, we don't have any and we don't know anyone uh, any transgender person personally? Yeah. Uh, sorry, not person. Uh, but, so I think we don't. I don't think he expected to kind of relate or feel anything. Mm But the movie did such a good job of portraying her as a person. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That it was like, oh, okay. I I feel so much. Not. I know. I know more now. Yeah. I know maybe, and it, it wasn't instructional in any way. It they just showed it as it is, and how they're like everyone else. Yep. They have their own problems. They have yep. their own challenges. They take things on the way everyone does. Um, so it it was a it was a sad ending, but it was hopeful. I felt like it was a very necessary film. Um, it was
0: a sad ending, but it was hopeful. Okay. Yeah,
1: and it wasn't hopeful because the ending was hopeful. I felt hopeful. Like, if films, if everyone watched this, I feel like you would really then understand how a different person than you is still a person. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Go watch it. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Is this a Japanese film?
1: It is. It is a Japanese film. So it's one of these non-dramatic but very impactful.
0: I'm quite surprised that it's a Japanese film because my my perception of the Japanese culture, say per se, sh- they try not to talk about Intimate topics
1: like
0: sex. I to, to from 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 my perspective, like they would shy away from topics such as that.
1: I guess yes and no. I mean, on one hand, they are like the country that's a bit sex crazed.
0: Because of I mean, a variety in of anime, reasons. Yeah, yeah, like like Repression their porn and industry like and like yes. their anime
1: is like super sexy and yes. they're for kids yes. and stuff like that. But I do think there are films that test these waters and explore them. And this was just such a well-done piece that explored something mm. potentially sensitive. And it wasn't even about... I think one of the things I liked about it that it wasn't just about the transgender. It was also about the girl. And it mm. and that kind of dual focus prevented it from being like a cheap trick. Like, I I'm, I'm want you to watch it because this is a controversial topic. Mm-hmm. It was just... These are just two people. This person happens to be transgender. Yep. And then this child also goes through a, a lot of crap. Yeah. And not to mention the acting was really good. So I think they did a very good job of conveying a lot of layers in their emotions, especially the child. She was amazing. She had this very, um, like, dead type of character, the kind where it's very, like, <laughs> dead pan all the time and very emotionless. Okay. But when she did crack and when she was uncomfortable, you could see it very subtly. Which I think is how people are. Yeah. We keep a lot of things in. Yep. And like the magic of the camera that catches everything. And her amazing um, abilities. You could see that. At that age. Yeah, at that age. That's insane. There's so many child actors. I'm like, my God. Like, how do you have the maturity to express something like this? Yeah, yeah I, do, I don't know how they do it.
0: <laughs> so speaking about, let's say, Japanese films. Mm. What's your take on anime? Animation in general? Because there is a booming industry. Yeah. Miyazaki, films mm-hmm. like that. There's been a lot of hallmark films in, in Japan. So what, what's your take on that particular culture?
1: What do you mean hallmark films?
0: Hallmark, like Akira? Oh, right, Michelle, right, right, right. The, the slate uh, of Miyazaki films. They are arguably just as impactful as yeah. their the, the live-action ones.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I am actually not very experienced when it comes to anime. Okay. I've only kind of just started okay uh but yeah i think it's amazing i think one of the things i like about japanese films both anime and live action is how original their stories are original yeah okay well i feel yeah they're original uh it's not like the typical typical stories yep. a lot of things i've never really thought of before very difficult scenarios or normal everyday life but it's not it's not so common. As how I feel, most Hollywood movies feel like nowadays. Like yeah. every every story is kind of like the same. Mm. Uh, there I is don't... a
0: trend that everything's a franchise. Yeah, everything's a sequel. Yeah, or a prequel of an existing. Yeah.
1: franchise. So yeah. I don't feel that way toward Japanese films and films like Akira and yes. Ghost in the Shell, uh, Perfect Blue. They paprika. are, yeah, Paprika. Yeah. Like there weren't any... there wasn't anything like there this wasn't. in that time. Like anything. It's yeah. so completely it's original ridiculous. yeah and yeah. out of this world so i i think that's amazing like that's i don't know where they get these ideas from but that's incredible mm. and it's great that till today they're being recognized mm. um i'm not a fan of remakes mm. uh, i hope that everyone watches the original uh but yeah it's it's great that they're having uh they're still being recognised and appreciated and especially how they are relatable to our time yep and these were made in like what 30 years ago yeah it's, it's crazy um,
0: do you think there's a purpose for remakes though because Disney has been on a trend of remaking oh God, all the, the classics yeah. <laughs> I really hate them <laughs> and as because it is still art it so is so it is subjective it is. ultimately yeah it yeah. is it is It is. and since you say you don't like it what do you think is the purpose <sighs> of it
1: it's fair to say money Come again? Money. <laughs> okay. It is very, I guess, clever mm. to do it from a business standpoint because mm. you already know there are fans of the film. Mm. So whether it turns out good or not, people will watch it. Mm. Um, Yeah, and it's also, I guess, the most... Foolproof way of ensuring that these stories continue, and then it's a bit more economical that you don't have to build an entire new world, they can just kind of adapt. Mm. So it's an economical thing to do,
0: okay? So, let's say for Disney, for example, mm-hmm. um, I believe you've seen the original animations, mm-hmm. and maybe you and you're aware of the remix. does mm-hmm. it spoil your impression of the original? Though? Does no. it No, it doesn't water down.
1: Uh, no, it doesn't spoil my impression of the original. The original stands on its own. I, okay. I kind of see it as its own movie. If anything, I have a bit more emotions, like stronger emotions towards the remake, because I have emotions towards the originals. But I don't... It's not like I would like the original less if the okay. remake is bad. Okay. Yeah, it's this still a separate good. thing. It just makes me a bit more invested in the remake. <laughs> so if they mess it up, it's like yeah you you had good material and yeah. then you you messed it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: What is your favorite film?
1: Disney. Remake. No. Disney. Yeah. God, there's so many So many uh, favorites? Yeah, as in the original animations. Yeah. The sentimental one is Pocahontas. I honestly don't... Okay. I honestly don't really know why, but that was the one that I played on repeat when I was a kid. Mm. You know, people always say they have that one movie that they always play. I oh, I've I heard know, of that, yeah. Okay. And I was trying to figure out why. Um, it's the because, one with the
0: raccoon, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Well, yeah, I, I was thinking about it because it's like one of the few that doesn't have a happy ending. Well, not the conventional happy ending. The guy leaves. The guy
0: is the guy with the blonde hair, right? Yes. Okay. John Smith.
1: He, he leaves because okay. he gets shot. So he dies. No, he gets injured, and then they 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 bring him back <laughs> okay. to civilization to get treated. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then they made a sequel, which was absolute crap, and I do I do not acknowledge. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, and I'm thinking maybe it's because I look more like her compared to the rest. Maybe I resonated with the message, which was very was actually quite political, like uh, about people being different from you, but yeah. not. You know, they're not your enemies and yep. you get to know them and things yep. like that. Uh, Yeah, but that's that was the one. That was the one. Interesting. Mm.
0: I do have a curious question. Do you think art in any forms should always serve a message? No. No? No, not always. You can always. do art for art's sake?
1: Yeah, you can do art to entertain. Because mm. there is... A noble purpose, I think. I mean, now in a situation where everyone's at home, yeah, everyone's consuming movies yeah. and shows. Yeah. And not all of them are are to give a message to make you a better person. Mm. It might just help you be a healthier person by giving you an escape or a break, yeah. bring you to a new world. And if, as a side effect, you do learn something, then great. Mm. I mean, assuming that thing is good um if not then i mean if you learn something bad like you want to kill someone then yeah. then that's different i think yeah. that's your own thing to sort out and seek help for yeah but yeah no i don't think it's necessary
0: so i've 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 always had the thought that you are like an individual is a collection of stories, a mm-hmm. collection of stories that the individual tells themselves and collects from the the things he he or she consumes. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to know, um, you as an actress,
2: mm-hmm.
0: are there specific types of uh, media you consume? Like you tend to consume more? Do you try to consume more indie films because they're different and you get to learn a little bit more from them, or do you try to consume, uh, more let's say TV series because you can see how the character would progress. Do you try to consume actively right. more to learn? Or do you do you do you have a very high bar for let's say consuming less crap?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um okay, my instinctive habit that I'm trying to break <laughs> is that I watch to escape. Okay. This is just as a consumer. Fair enough, yeah. So because of that, I tend to kind of step away from heavy things, because we already live, uh, I guess hard, objectively yeah. terrible world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like difficulties in reality. Like, why would I want to add that on in my? Yeah, it's my... heavy, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, but as an actress, I do recognize that there are benefits to consuming these things, because then I can. Maybe express them better when yeah. I do get the job. Yeah. Um, so I am trying to watch a bit more things that I wouldn't usually want to. Because I, I I don't want to feel like crap.
0: Do you have an example for something
1: like that? Uh, Black Mirror. Oh my god. It would, like, killed me. Like, you know, White Bear.
0: White Bear was the one where the guy was trapped in the snow globe? Yeah. No. Is it the one White where... White Bear was the
1: one where the woman... Uh, filmed a little girl being murdered mm. by her boyfriend and then they, they put her in like this theme park.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, right, and then every
1: day they did the same thing. Mm. I felt sick. Oh my gosh, that was horrible. And I think why I why I felt so bad was that I feel like it's happening. It's just an extreme version of what's happening. Mm. I mean, people who want these bad people to suffer forever and yep. like, I'll do the same thing back to you mm. that was what they were doing but it was so sick to see it actually happen yep. and, and putting someone through that yep. as much as she so called deserved Deserves it, it. Yep. yeah so it's but it was great like it was it was really well done yep. Uh, it's very original mm. so it's a beautiful piece of work it was just awful <laughs> To watch. <laughs> yeah, it was awful to watch. Yeah. So I've actually, like, sworn off Black Mirror after a few times. I think the one on, uh, the one, I think White Christmas? Was it Christmas?
0: Yeah, the snow globe one. Is yes, it snow globe? I think so. The guy was, he, I think he was talking to this guy, and uh, and he was getting interrogated. Oh, yeah, 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 over, yeah like, that one, that one. Over the table, then yeah, I think God. the guy disappeared, and you zoom out, like, he's actually trapped in, like, a snow globe on... For like hundred years or something. Thousands of years,
1: yeah, that made me feel horrible too. Mm. Um Yeah, that we humans could do something like that to someone else. Mm. And I feel like we could.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: is ugh. Yeah, so that was awful to watch. Um I don't mm, I generally didn't have any requirements for what I watch other than horror. Because I can't do horror. I'm I'm a coward. I won't be able to sleep. Okay. I'm
0: very easily scared. But as an actress, don't you... Wouldn't you realise that it's... it's
1: yes. It's, it's, it's a role, yeah. <laughs> yes. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At home, if it's dark, even if I didn't watch anything, I imagine things. Okay. I'm a very visual person okay. in terms of my imagination. So... Yeah. I can't do horror okay. because it would affect me in my personal life. It'd be funny if the only roles you get was no, horror. I, I, I've thought about it like if I ever got accepted for like a horror movie role would I actually take it because I really don't think I'm able to sleep. And you hear all these horror stories about horror movies and there are actors and actresses like dying or like mm. getting haunted Yep. and like things. I'm like, God, I, I don't think I could risk that. Mm. Like the, the recent Pontiana film. What about it? I read an interview where that there, there was one they okay. were filming, and then there was one behind them. Yikes! Yeah, okay. and she said it so casually, <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, there was this woman there." They kind of just like, like, I think don't know what they did, but she was just fine. Like how? Well, it was
2: acceptance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. No. I can't do that. Like, it's a personal. Like, I think that's that's the line. I I I can't do the supernatural. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So other than horror, uh, I. I am quite picky, but I'm trying not to be because I recognize that there is, there are things to learn from every film, whether it's good acting or bad acting or good writing or bad writing. It's just that I get mad when it's a waste of my time.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I get particularly mad. So I I need to, it's completely on me to kind of detach myself from that, yeah. to not get too affected so I can consume more. Because if not, I'm, yeah, I'm fairly fussy. Mm. Yeah.
0: What about things outside the medium of film? Like theater? Outside of that, do you like try? Music t- yeah. yeah.
1: Uh okay, for music, I really don't have any fixed genre. Yeah. I really, really do listen to like anything and everything. If I like the song, I like the song. Wonderful. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. So my daily mixes are always very fun. Because <laughs> they're always different, like different types and I kinda just pick from the daily mixes.
0: Does it? Does does music, um, I won't say affect your mood, but does it color your perspective on things? Does it affect yes. you like that?
1: Yes, it does. Uh, yeah, they do bring about certain emotions. I think I am not as attached to music as most people are. Mm. I think the general consensus is that oh, we can't live without music.
2: Mm.
1: If I really think about it, I think I could, which sounds Awful and like blasphemous and it's not that I don't enjoy it, I really do. But I think I could live without it. But when I do uh hit like a good soundtrack or have a, a good song, it's also amazing and wonderful. Yep. Uh I love concerts. Concerts? Like yeah. live concerts. Yeah, live concerts. Why? Uh because the music's good. <laughs> when the music's Is good. Is it because of the atmosphere? No, when the music's good. The atmosphere usually no. Uh, I hate it if I have to stand because I can't see a thing. Okay. Oh, I like to see the person play. Interesting. Yeah, I think I like seeing that passion. I like seeing the liveliness of it. I like I like seeing people do things mm-hmm. that they love. Mm. And concerts is just a great example and it of shows. that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I wouldn't like it if, let's say, the concert was being lip-synced or the the person didn't like what they were singing. Then yeah. no. Yeah, Even like, if the music not performing. was good. Yeah. Yeah, so I like performances and, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, I, yeah, I I love music, but I could live without it, if you get what I mean.
0: Why can't you live without it? It, it brings about that natural mm, question, because... Yeah. Yeah, if... Because if, that would be... Music would be on the list for, 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 for some people.
1: Mm. Mm. Expression. I think I would go insane. Okay. Yeah, even if it's not acting, I have to get... You have to get something out. I have to get something out, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And it's important to have uh, different mediums to to do that.
1: Yeah. So I do do dance as well, uh, and I write. Yeah. And I think this is also something during my journey, uh, that you're supposed to kind of focus on the thing that you want. Especially acting, you have to like put it all. Oh, if not, you don't really want it, which is not what I agree with. Mm. Um, but the other things that I loved, like dance, I if I didn't do it for a while, I would miss it and it would just feel a bit off and weird. Interesting. And I would just go back to it. And it's not like I'm a great dancer. I'm taking classes because I'm learning. Yeah. But if I, whenever I stopped it would just feel not nice and I would just go back.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do yeah. you find similarities between dance and acting?
1: Yeah. I mean, in both, you physically communicate with your body uh, just in different ways. Uh, I like dance... For a long time, I actually thought I loved dance more. Mm. Um, but, yeah, then, then I... I started acting a bit more and I was like, yeah, no, it's different. Uh, but I like dance, expression through dance because it's silent in terms of your voice. Mm. I like just focusing on the body so it's not so obvious. Uh, because sometimes you want to explain, but you can't with words. And dance kind of does that for you as well as keeps keeps it a bit private, which I like. Because like, the
0: I, intention is a bit mysterious?
1: Uh, Not say I like it because it's mysterious, but because it is still silent, Mm. it's never confirmed what you're actually saying. As clear as it could be, it could be about anything. And I like that. That I can give everything, but still keep things.
0: Would you say that that is, it's a bit contrary to being an actor, then?
1: Well, no, because when I do dance, it's more, it's, I'm dancing as me.
0: Oh, Yeah, but when
1: I'm acting, I'm someone else. That's the appeal. I love being other people. And learning different things. I think one of the best parts of the project, uh, the, the the job, is every project is different. Mm. So you just learn, like, a million different things.
0: Do you do you sometimes think, let, let's say when the project's over, do you think back about the character you played, just on occasion? Because you have to embody their role so much. Yeah, sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. So what about... Um, you said that you try to embody certain roles for certain jobs, right? What about uh-huh. jobs that have... like like the actor have to take on like a more negative role? More negative traits or let's say like uh, a murderer or a villain or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. How do you imagine uh, adopting those? Because from my perspective and to my knowledge some actors will tap into their, their emotions, they would tap into like an inner, a, a darkness to, mm-hmm. to call upon certain emotions that as a person, they don't identify with. Mm-hmm. So where do you draw that quote-unquote inspiration from? Because I think the the one that comes to mind most clearly is Keith Ledger yeah. from, from The Joker. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, okay, for me, I do have a lot of angry emotions. Mm. um, so I would tap into those okay like if i if I were a villain, yeah, what would I do with these things? I wouldn't calm myself down, I would go do things, and I'll think about what I would do, mm. yeah,
0: but you're still thinking about it in your head,
1: no, and then and then there's the technicality of writing it down what the what the scripts is, but also I guess in terms of negative feelings and yeah. doing bad things. Might be wrong to say, I guess people have always thought about it. Yeah, It's just that we stop ourselves from doing it because they're bad. You don't want to hurt someone else.
0: Because but, there's repercussions. Yeah. Yeah. But in, I that, think that, okay, more... but in that
1: moment, yeah. it's like, I want to kill you. Yes. To get that. Yeah. And then just imagine and maybe act it out with your physical body if you didn't hold that back actually doing it like standing up and doing it and being aggressive does make you aggressive I don't know if you get what I'm I I'm mean. sure yeah
2: I'm sure it's yeah. physiological yeah, yeah exactly that sense, yeah.
1: yeah so yeah I would kind of just I guess use my experience or Im- imagine things I don't know what I usually do is I imagine yeah I think I'm I'm quite an imaginative imaginative person so that usually works for me
0: how would you detox then like the role is over Let's Oh, you have to. How you do you... To... <laughs> Yeah. Uh,
1: go to a quiet place. Go outside. Okay. Yeah, for me, it would be outside, peaceful, greenery, uh, and kind of just be quiet for a while. Like, just let it go. You really have to let it go. The whole job has a lot of letting go. Like, when you come out from a bad audition, you mm-hmm. have to let it go. And that, that was one of the things I had to learn. Um, or even if it was a good audition, you never know whether you're going to get it or not. Mm-hmm. It could have gone great, and then you still don't get it. You have to let it go. So one of the advice, the pieces of advice I read um, in a book was after you step out the audition, it's done. You just forget about it. Like completely let it go. And move on. Yeah. And you just go on to the next one. You do your best and you move on. Uh, Which has helped. I think that's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that has helped. So I guess if I were in a very bad hit space for a character, um, it would be the same thing. I haven't had a chance to be that bad yet. Or bad in general. I think yeah. I, I gener I hear that I I have the girl next door look, so it's very not in the angle. Yeah. Um but I imagine that if I did, I would go outside to a quiet place or Yeah. I think yeah, that's probably good.
0: Well I'll check back in two years then. Yeah.
1: yeah, that'll be fun. I hope I can do that. <laughs> I do want to though. Yeah. I yeah, I really do want why, to do that. What
0: Do you have a YouTube channel, where you can upload videos and stuff like that?
1: Uh, and if not,
0: why not?
1: I think... Well, as in, videos of me as me?
0: No, um, you portraying certain things you want to achieve with acting. In, in, in like, whatever passion.
1: Do you mean like a vlog? Yeah, it could be. Because it would still be me. Interesting. Yeah, but I am... I am trying to really find a balance on what would be beneficial to me as an actor. Yep. Making use of these things like Instagram. I mean, I I, I don't post anything on Instagram um, because social media is just not my thing. But I do recognize the screaming benefits of it <laughs> in my job. Yeah. But I really hate it. So it's a lot of like, how much do I keep what I want mm. And how much do I let go to pursue what I want? So I don't want to... I don't want to have a lot of... I don't want to be involved in a lot of social media. I don't want to post pictures of myself. But I want to act. And posting pictures of myself will help me to act.
0: Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I have, like, plans on trying to find a compromise. Like, maybe my personal... Instagram is then private, and then I just kind of start one as like a portfolio of something. Yes. Of course, that still isn't utilizing the technology to the best it could. Like, I, I wouldn't, I can't imagine myself promoting it a lot. Like, follow me, follow me, follow me. Yep. and post like 10 pictures of myself a day.
0: Yep. Um, it's a bit excessive, isn't it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it works for some people. <laughs> but it, I, I, maybe that would help a little bit. Mm. So I can use that a little bit. Maybe the YouTube thing, I might try it. See how, how that goes. Maybe it, will, it would help releasing the me. But at the same time, I'm also a very private person. So mm. I don't know whether I want to let go of that. Because I feel like if I start giving that, then... Mm. What do I have left? Yes. Yeah. Like, then I am my job. I become my job. Yep. So I don't know whether I want or whether I can handle that. Yeah,
0: it's more interesting because acting to me has always been a very extroverted activity, and you said yeah. you're an introvert. Super. How do you <laughs> find um, ways to reconcile these two things then?
1: Um, as an, as a person, I'm still very introverted. Mm. I mean, the extrovert, uh, I guess, abilities that I would have to kind of train and use is like to overcome shyness. Okay. In auditions, mm. because you have to. You have to do to it in front of strangers, yeah, right? you have to yeah. do it. So, practice helped. Like, I recognize the things that I have to do so that I can do my craft. Yeah. Um, But on an everyday basis, I'm still an introvert. Uh, When I'm in character, that's a completely different thing. Because when I'm in character, I'm not me. So I will be as introverted and as extroverted as the character asks for. So maybe playing an extroverted character will feel a bit strange... Because it's very much against my natural instincts. But in that setting where I have a different name and a different oh. background and I'm a different person, it's I'm free. I'm free to be whoever. Yeah. So in that in that way it's the introverted fears are gone. Yeah. Because you're not you. Yeah, because I'm not you. I don't that is so interesting.
0: <laughs> is there a routine you need to do to get into any sort of character?
1: Not yet. I think cause I haven't, <laughs> haven't really had comment? enough characters. <laughs> <laughs> but I know people do. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, no, I haven't yet. I think mostly just so far, I've just been playing it, in, like playing my head, and I just repeat the same thing and just kind of get into it. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Very, very interesting. I guess music we have to helps check back. sometimes. Music sometimes. So like if listen? I'm a very
1: angry person. Maybe I'll just listen to like loud, angry music. Or have, like, an anthem for that particular character. That helps.
0: It makes sense. Because
1: it was for me as a person. Mm. Like, I have a playlist for when, I think, before I go for an audition. It's, like, oh? a bit more, like, encouraging type of music. But, like... What is
0: encouraging music sound like, like? Like,
1: uh... Um... Not, like, a bit more energetic, a bit more exciting. Mm. Up-tempo. Uh, you know... I, l- I always listen to this song when I need to get like excited is uh the first song in your name.
0: What does it sound like?
1: I can't say it. <laughs> 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 It's like okay, it's like you know the start of an anime and then there will be this like big energetic yes, like piece. Yeah, it's something like that. Okay, okay. And then after my auditions, I play Lo Fi. When I'm letting go. Very Especially interesting. Especially to stop. The inner critique after every audition. Mm. I could have done this. I should have said this. Why did I do this? Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't make any difference. Yep. It's done. Yep. So I listen to music to kind of calm yeah, yeah, to calm myself down. So yeah, it's usually lo-fi. If not, I listen to Harry Potter audiobooks.
0: The the series? Yeah. <laughs> to calm yourself down? Yeah,
1: because uh, if I'm thinking too much, yeah. and lo-fi, I mean, I can still think doing yeah, lo-fi. Yeah, of course. Um the audiobook gives me something to concentrate on. Mm. And it brings me to another world. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so I don't think... Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Very, mm. very interesting. I guess we have to check back in two years then. Yeah, um, that would be cool. In closing, I do have a question. Um, Has there been anything that you consumed recently that surprised you?
1: Surprised me? Yeah. Uh, you
0: thought it was one thing... But it, it turned out to be something else. It Not necessarily have to be film. It could be a book you read, an article you read, somebody you met.
1: Surprised? Do you have any examples?
0: Uh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> surprised? Yeah. Maybe I should be surprised. Well. It, this might be because I don't take so many risks when mm-hmm. I consume. Because I am well aware that I get affected. Mm. If, it's, if it ends up not suiting to my taste. Yep. So if I suspect that I might not like it, I either read the plot, which is like blasphemy to a lot of people. It's a bit
0: strange, isn't it? Yeah. Uh,
1: But it genuinely helps me appreciate it better.
0: So you read the plot first and you go into the... Um, if movie. I
1: know that it's something that will... If it, let's say, it's a plot twist that will leave me crushed. Mm. then, yeah, I read the plot so I can still watch it without without the turmoil at the end. Interesting. Yeah, so I think I'm quite careful. But I am trying not to be. Yeah. And in trying not to be, I need to just be okay with being upset and yeah. not to take things personally. Mm. Yeah, because I get very in- invested in characters and in the efforts of a story. Yep. Yep. so if good writing ends up being bad because maybe someone else came in and ruined it i get very affected mm. because i can i guess empathize a lot with what they were trying to say and then now it's become this which i guess also could make me a better actor because i can feel so strongly about someone else yep yeah but it does hinder me as a consumer
0: and that's where the dichotomy is isn't it you can't always be an actor. You have to consume sometimes. Yes, I yeah. do. I
1: definitely do. I Yeah, I, I need to watch more.
0: Were you up in arms about the Game of Thrones thing?
1: <laughs> so I watched the last se- season, I yeah. think, and a little bit before that. But because I hadn't watched the... Like, I, I wasn't a Game of Thrones watcher. Okay. But because I wasn't, then I could watch the, the last one and not feel so... Sure. Mortified. But <laughs> as I read about it and watched the old things, and then I saw the last one, I was like, oh my god, why? Like, what? What happened? Yeah. Uh, But I was detached enough. Yeah. So one of the, the uh, shows that I recently watched and liked was also Peaky Blinders. Okay. And I think why I liked it and why I could watch it was because I didn't see the first few seasons because uh dion was watching it during our honeymoon yeah and he was just watching it by himself and i was like i'm gonna watch it with you yeah, and yeah. it looks kind of cool uh but it was and then he kind of explained the the backstory and the context and a lot of it was oh they yeah they're gangsters they yeah. live, live by their own rules yep. and then they take over pubs and i was like but what about the, the these people whose pubs they've taken over they're like no that's not what you're supposed to care about you're supposed to care about these gangsters and i'm like yeah, but when these bad things happen, they deserve it. They, they, they're just like, no, this is not the point. <laughs> so I could enjoy it because I didn't see them stepping on everyone else. Very interesting. I care about anyone who's been... who's been Wronged. Yeah. Yeah. Even when... Yeah, that's not the point. You're supposed to be on the gangster side. Mm. But I'm like, yeah, but they did that to that person. I cannot be on their side. So I could appreciate it. Uh... Because I didn't see those things, and I saw it towards the end where they were a bit more... They seemed a bit more, we are the ones you're supposed to be supporting. Because there is a bigger bad guy. Yep. Yeah, so because I was blind to the first bit, I could watch the last bit and appreciate it.
0: Did you go back and rewatch the first bit?
1: No. Okay. Because I would be mad.
0: Very interesting. It's a very interesting way to consume uh, things.
1: <laughs> it's very tiring. And it, it, it honestly hinders you from consuming things. Because you just get so... Yeah, which is why I hate sequels. And sequels? It, yeah, because it, it's always a risk. Especially mm. if the first one is good.
0: Has there been a series that you were really invested in? Yes. What is it?
1: I don't want to talk about it. It makes me so bad. Why? Because the la- the latest one, I hated. I think more than any other. So it's still But going on. it's popular. What is it? Toy Story. Okay. Okay. I hated the last one. The,
0: the, the most recent one. I
1: absolutely hated it. Like, I cannot tell you how much I hated it.
0: Are you able to pinpoint l- why? Because
1: yeah. they threw all the characters away. Okay. They did. They absolutely did. Mm. Everything that made the characters what they were, the mm. the strength in the relationships, never leaving anyone behind, uh, and even small things like Buzz's intelligence, mm. they just threw away because it seemed like they wanted... To push the whole feminism thing with the Bo. But what I liked about... I always loved her character. As she was. Yeah. Because she was a strong female character. In pink. In a skirt. By being quiet but strong in her words. Being a great supporter of Woody. And knowing what he needed and wanted. When he didn't. That, to me, is a strong female character. You didn't need her to be in pants. Yeah. And in blue. And fighting. And... Being a bitch. Mm-hmm. She was kind of a bitch. Okay. Uh, and trashing everyone left, right, and center. That's... You didn't need to change her to be a strong person. Mm. But they did. They split Woody and Buzz up in, like, the entire movie. Everyone kind of just... strange. Yeah. Everyone kind of watched as Woody did everything on his own. Which was never the case. In all three movies, it was everyone fought together. Yep. But for some reason, as characters, I'm like, they wouldn't do that. So that felt like an insult. Mm. And then a lot of things didn't make sense. Why on earth would a holidaying family with a child park next to a fair and not bring her to the fair? Things like that. Or like, they they, they kept breaking so many rules. Like the toys were speaking, like pretending to be the GPS and then the the truck was malfunctioning. But this father still felt okay driving like don't know how many miles home (laughs) in it. I'm like, nothing made sense. So, yeah, I was really pissed about about it, and I don't acknowledge it at all. I and think the third one wrapped it up really nicely. I will
0: have to agree, yeah, it was
1: beautifully done yep. it it gave it wasn't like a happily ever after either Andy did leave yep they did they were heartbroken in many ways, yep. and they fought it together, and it was a beautiful ending, and it passed it along to a child right the yeah. Times, yeah yeah, and then and even it ended with. I think Woody was still her favourite toy and then the next one sh- suddenly she didn't care about him anymore and then he made Jessie sheriff I'm like can you just stop with shoving feminism in our faces mm. she was strong already Bo was strong already mm. and I think it's wonderful that you had they had Jessie being strong in the more obvious sense where she could fight I mean Woody didn't win any fight in all the like all three movies fight yeah he yeah. couldn't yeah. Um, but yeah she was outspoken she was vulnerable she was every everything I guess what a strong female character looks like in movies yep. but then you have Bo who had very strong words she was very witty she was soft spoken but in no way was she any less mm. and it was great that they had that mm. she was still in a big dress she was in pink she was a lamp oh, yeah. but <laughs> but in the last one it was like no 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 we we're gonna make her strong now mm. And that was an insult to me. I was so pissed off. My whole family was. We we're very invested in movies. We get very invested in movies. So I think we were all like screaming and shouting the house down at like 1 a.m. in the morning because we watched like a late show. Yeah. And then the next morning, they we were like, no, it doesn't exist. I was like, no, I'm still talking about Toy Story. My, my brother was like, what movie? There's only three. I don't know what you're talking about. There's only yeah, three. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah, I forgot. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that, I guess that was a surprise. Um, mm. as, yeah, a surprise because all three were so great. And as much as I doubted the fourth matching up, it was a shock. It was a rude shock. It was
0: questionable that it even happened. And yeah. yeah. So questionable. Like,
1: why? Because it seemed like the third one seemed like a conclusion. Yep. And it did. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I mean, the second one was great. The third one was like "Oh mm, You wanna try it? It's okay. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but I, I really liked like third one. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I guess that was a surprise. Oh, like a, in a bad way. God, that was horrible. I'm still very very mad about it.
0: Sorry to bring up terrible <laughs> memories.
1: <laughs> sure you are.
0: <laughs> so in in closing, where can people find whatever you've done? What can people look for to 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 contact you for work and stuff like that?
1: Um. You have a
0: website. Do you want plug? No,
1: I don't. I have an account on the the acting resource, but it's, it's called AADB.
0: AADB. Okay. <clears throat> yeah.
1: So I have a profile there under my name, Annalisa Yo. Mm. Um I do well, I guess since everyone's on Facebook, like casting house on Facebook, so you can find me on Facebook. Uh I have an Instagram but it's still the the personal the one. personal okay. one. I so will not don't go on. there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess there really isn't anything to see. <laughs> don't go there. Okay. <laughs> I I am I am working to the the public public uh more commercially one. Yep. But yeah, it's, okay, it's which, social. Uh, I mean it's it's the era of it's easy to find anyone. So it's a game. Mhm. So we
0: we'll mm-hmm. check back in 2 years then.
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: Thank you for your time, Anna. Thanks for Thank you.
1: this interview. Oh, podcast, the whole thing. Podcast. Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode and feel inspired. If you enjoyed what you heard thus far, do give us a follow on Instagram. And don't forget to share and subscribe. Stay tuned for the next episode.